Hello, and welcome to Roll and Roll. Grab a chair and pull on up to the table. I'll be your host and dungeon master, Brad Hendrickson. And as always, I'm joined by my wonderful cast of friends. How are you guys doing tonight? Fantastic. Your time. All right. Uh, once again, I want to give a shout out to Chase Adair. I'm still down a computer, and he's letting me use his once more. Uh, great, wonderful guy, and I appreciate him a lot. It does mean that the system isn't what I'm used to, so there might be some interesting uh, sound quality uh, things going on, but we'll be back to normal uh, here soon. Um, can you guys think of any other announcements? Is Chase single? I actually, I don't know. I mean, it just you know, if he's single, we should like put his name out there just in case there's any interested babes. <laughs> he does pretty good on his own. Does he good? Okay, he does good. Sorry, Chase. My apologies. I didn't mean to make it sound like he didn't do good. <laughs> make that option available for me. Uh, we are working on getting onto iTunes. That takes time. Uh, they just have to, to like review our stuff and then approve it and put it up onto iTunes. So we're getting closer to being up on iTunes and Spotify and Switch. Woo! and all the fun uh, podcast uh, networks. So that's really neat. Um, Will that include Google Play? Uh, Switch is the Google Play version. Of, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, fun facts. Really convenient. Yes. Fun facts, no podcasts. For some reason, I decided to put a lot of homework into this and learn what I was doing. Don't know why. That's a good thing. What a hero. All right. Well, if we don't have any other announcements, let's grab our dice and roll up an adventure. Last we left off, the crew of the Harlequin had crash-landed into the ocean just outside the island of Kawi, in the port town of Kawat. Upon crash-landing, two strange fish-like humanoids crawled on top of the Harlequin's deck and demanded that the ship be theirs. Uh, not going over very well with the crew, they engaged in combat and quickly slew the two uh, fish-like humanoids. But as they turned around to inspect the area, a small fleet of about four boats of the islanders approached and stepping onto the boat asked who they were, demanding why they were there, and the captain appeared with a note uh, that allowed them passage into the island town of Kawat. But all was not safe as y'all approached the island, more of the fish-like humanoids, which Haku, the kind of leader of the group of islanders, called them sea devils, uh, seem to pull themselves out of the water and attempt to cut the ropes on the ship to kind of keep it for themselves. But y'all managed to fight them off, get y'allselves through the barrier that seems to be existing at the edge of the lagoon. And as y'all were passing through, uh, Captain Lux, uh, who had not been appreciative of some of Drapim's decisions, uh, got into a bit of an argument with each other. And it ended with, last we left off, with the captain rearing back and clocking uh, Dripim right in his snout. Uh, Drip, you feel his fist uh, punch into your nose uh, and do, I think it was four points of bludgeoning damage was, I think, where we ended it at. Three. Oh, sorry. Three, sorry. Um, Safi steps up at this point, and she takes her quarterstaff and kind of holds it um, sideways. She goes, okay, okay, guys, and she starts using her quarterstaff to push drip back a little bit. Let's let's take a little room. Let's breathe for a minute. We've, we've had a very stressful situation. Let's just calm down for a second here. She just kind of backs him up a few paces, if he lets her. Uh, I, I allow 
sappy okay. to, to do this. Um, I believe he, he just looks at Captain Dagan um, with a bloody smile um, and says, you must always be right, Captain. Um, I guess we'll just we'll just put this at rest for now. No, no, Drip, I'm not always right, but I am right this time. And walk away. Uh, Where do you walk? Uh, Are you heading back down into the ship, or are you just kind of on the opposite end of the deck? Uh, Are we by shore? Uh, As y'all are kind of talking, you can see now that y'all are in a very large lagoon. It is is a very wide open space that this kind of island wraps around. Uh, And you can tell now that you can look down that the waters are much shallower, even for the very only three deck layers of the harlequin the harlequin is almost going to begin to drag across the bottom of the ocean floor or the lagoon floor but y'all kind of turn as the three remaining ships that are attached to you these little sailboats turn and pull y'all in and y'all can kind of see on the uh from y'all's perspective would be the left side of this lagoon is a large uh you first thing you notice is a large wooden wall across the beach line that stretches for probably maybe up to three quarters of a mile or half a mile uh, and then kind of like cuts into the water and on this side of the wall you can see a small village built up on these platforms and docks all into the lagoon uh, it seemed to be on round platforms that are each connected to each other if you had a bird's eye view you'd be seeing walkways uh, interconnecting all these round platforms in a really interesting kind of spider web uh, with what y'all can see seems to be a major one with a uh, tent like structure in the middle uh, with a large tree growing out of the uh, the center of this tent uh, like the size of a circus tent with a tree coming out of the top and all the housing and building designs on there are either of simple light woods or uh, tanned like leathers and uh, round tent-like structures. You can also see waving from all the pennants are is a purple and pink uh, uh, peacock seems to be the image of this village uh, done in kind of a tribalistic style. Uh, and you're now, as this kind of conversation kind of fizzles out, you watch as the boats pull to a certain area where you can see more uh, small sailboats like the ones that are tugging you along uh, kind of all docked up and there seems to be a big enough space that they're pulling the Harlequin uh, into that spot. I think uh, Drip um, will get off the ship um, before it even docks uh, and begin to walk to shore. So you're going to just jump up onto one of the platforms. The, the entire town is out over the lagoon. It's, yeah. It's on top of the lagoon? Yeah, like it's all on platforms. There's actually maybe only one or two buildings that you can see from where you're at that are actually on the land of the the island. Gotcha. Well, I think he'll probably hop out. Okay. So the second that you pop out and you start walking up on the dock, Haku stands in the way and blocks your passage. Wait here a moment. I say, excuse me, Haku. Are you like trying to get past him? 
does he respond uh oh he just kind of with the blade the large kind of very thick two-handed greatsword he's kind of barring your path and anybody's path he's like wait here a moment until one of the councilor members are here we must still discuss if you are even allowed in the city or in the village i want to begin speaking to him in elvish okay is a haku obviously we're good right like i i can be here i know they're gonna love me just just allow me to pass i'm kind of trying to do a dramatic walk off and this is really barring that <laughs> he looks at you kind of with a, a hooked eyebrow and re- replies in elvish i do not care and I'd like to use a hypnotic gaze on him. Wait, what spell is that? Uh, it's not a spell. It's under my school of enchantment. Okay. Um, now that I've up to level two. Yeah, we did level up, but the I was I think I tried to explain this to y'all earlier, but um, until you take like a rest, either short or long, like you won't you don't kind of get your abilities because you got to take the time to learn these new things. They don't just kind of like da 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 da, da like and. The light shines down on you, and you can instantly do all these cool new abilities. You gotta kind of like take time and learn. Gotcha. So you got your all. You got health points because that's like a life thing. You you went and experienced life, and you naturally get hardier as things go along. But for like new skills, you gotta gotta get to the grind and kind of gotta learn them. Does that make sense? You. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that confusion. That's on me. No, you're good. Um, I say, all right. Well, I'll just be. Uh, Sitting right here, uh, and I want to sit cross-legged right in front of him. Okay, so you just put some, plop down. He looks at you, yeah. kind of annoyed, but at the same time, he's like, "Whatever." Uh, all right, what's everybody else doing? As uh, the captain is kind of like steaming off in the corner, uh, he seems to have walked off from the group. Uh, I would like to. Well, heck, I'll go, I'll go for a walk with the captain. <laughs> Um, Safi's just kind of gonna wait next to to, to Petricor, just waiting for the ch- ship to fully dock uh, before she can get off and start um, helping unload or potentially um, exploring this island a little bit. Yeah. <sighs> oh, hey, Safi. I didn't see you down there. Well, I did. I'm not now. surprised, Petricor. <laughs> I don't know about this uh, airship job why not well it's kind of it seems like it might be kind of a little bit too uh too dangerous for my taste i just thought i'd be moving boxes on a ship i think you will be moving boxes here i think we're gonna have to unload some stuff and you'll you'll come in handy you can you can lift much more than i can but sevi we fell out of the sky I don't want to fall out of the sky again, and I don't want to learn to drive a, a, a flying a flying ship. That's fair, Petricor. And there's no woods up there. There's just clouds and the occasional bird. Well, I think that we may be here for a while until our until our ship is fixed, um, and so I'm sure we can spend some time here on the land. And if we uh, decide to get back on the ship, we we will we can cross that together. Okay. But these people don't seem very nice either. And the captain punched Drip in the mouth. I know he did. 
Drip wasn't being very nice, and the captain was not being very nice back to him. We just, we're going to have to make the best of this situation right now. I mean, obviously we cannot leave this island with those creatures out there ready to kill us. We'll have to, if you want to go somewhere else, we'll have to find out more information. All right. Will you stick with me until then? Yes, Petrichor, and I reach up and I pat him on the thigh with my hand. Um, does Petrichor see any woods from the shore, or from, from where they are uh, docked? Yeah, you can even over the wall that seems to be blocking the, the, the village off from the jungle, which is probably about 20 to 25 feet tall, you can see jungle trees coming over the top and you y'all can kind of as you observe the landscape it it's thick jungle uh all the way up to the shoreline on the other side of the lagoon and you can look up and you can see the tall mountains and you can see the black smoke rising off the top of one of the mountains uh and drifting high into the air um it you can definitely tell this is a very uh, tropical uh, environment not like the woods you're used to. Uh, the trees, they're trees, and you kind of recognize that, but their bark is different. That There's almost something that tastes different, that smells different about this type of nature than what you've been used to. So is this sort of analogous to where we would have come from? I mean, obviously not the same, but... Uh, the humidity is relatively the same. Like, the temperature and all that is relatively the same, but it's like... Um, this is a lot you came from miriam which is a large port town you are now in a small little village outlined by this thick jungle uh, pardon me rather i should say uh with with drip and azarbo is this similar to where they would have come from in terms of environment like, um, uh, back in moonfalls moonfalls yeah this would be be a little bit more uh, akin to that uh, a little bit different you know different types of vegetation you're kind of almost from the other side of the ocean but yeah uh this is ah island Got it. Okay. All right. Uh, Azarbo, as you stand there with the captain, he kind of leans back and lets out an exhale. That was bad, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know that I disagree with any of it, really. Any of what you did, let me be clear. I haven't been around drip in years and when last time i was around him i don't know that he was even this impulsive although it kind of runs in every one of our people <laughs> to an extent um so i don't know that i can apologize for him but i can say sorry for my part do you know this is my first time actually captaining a crew like, as the captain, I, I mean, I was a first mate on another ship, but it, it's first time as a captain. I did not. Yeah, well, I guess we did just meet each other a few days ago and all. Trying to do it right, trying to keep everybody safe, trying to keep the ship in the air, and then all of a sudden it falls out of the sky, and then one of my new hires, he puts us all at risk, he... I saw him. I was out there on the deck. I saw him light that sail on fire. What was he thinking? I, I don't. I don't know what he was thinking. What if they? Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea how to understand that. It it violates even 
our understanding of how things ought to go. Normally, we would not attack any other human that was not already hostile toward us, and they were in the process of helping us. So I, I, I really don't know. I think he said something about forcing their hand, but I'm not sure how exactly that would have worked. Uh, I don't know either. Well, maybe things will work out. And you watch him, like, scratch the back of his head, take off his hat, and kind of lean back. And he puts it back on. Down to business. It's while we're here. And he heads over, and the ship finishes docking. And Drip, you watch as the captain steps up to where Haku is. And uh, he kind of bars his path. And um, Haku, uh, or the captain kind of stands there, now also waiting nearby for one of the council members is what you kind of heard. Would I have heard this as well? Um, I don't think you would have heard that conversation because they'd switched to Elvish. Wait, you know Elvish as well, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, you probably would have picked up bits and pieces that he's stopping their entrance until somebody comes. You can kind of put that together. Okay. Uh, I'm going to look at Safi and Petri and Drip. I'm going to say, I have an idea, but give me, give, let's see if this works, give me a moment. So I'm going to whip out my my, uh, <laughs> my scrolls of pedigree or whatever you would like to call them um, and show them to Haku and I'll switch into Elvish for him and say, uh, would it be possible that you would grant me and the captain uh, entrance to the city so that we may speak to the counselors as I am an ambassador for my people and of course you will be discussing our passage with the captain anyway uh, yeah like it there hey, uh, Haku uh, kind of one hand puts down the sword tipped to the, the, the dock and he grabs your papers reads them over hands them back is like that'll be something else a council member will discuss with you but Maduma is on her way. She will be here shortly. Maduma. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Haku. And he kind of gives you a nice little nod. Uh, this time now, kind of up close, you can kind of see that his chest is scarred. Buff and scarred. Um, this You can tell that he is a, a warrior. He is a fighter. Uh, perfect. Well, Haku, can I ask about uh, this <laughs> mess on your chest? It comes from fighting in the jungles as well as onto the ocean. There are many threats here. The world, it is dangerous. I fight it. Well, it looks like you're doing a pretty good job of beating it. Most of the time, yes. I keep my village safe. The scars have stories. Kind of looks over the particular one kind of on his lower uh, ribs. Polywog tried to cut me open. Got the closest out of most of his brothers. Sorry, you said a, a polywog? A bullywog. Uh, B-U-L-L-Y-W-U-G. A bullywog. Okay. What does a bullywog look like? Uh, do you not have bullywogs where you come from? I don't know, Brad. Do I have little bullywugs in the in, as part of the monsters that have started popping up in Moonfalls or now? That is, you've never heard this before. Okay. Yep. Uh, no, Haku. We don't. 
really have that. We have a we we don't have many big creatures in the area I came from, and and the stuff that we do have is new to us. I don't know that we don't know the proper names for it. We've been inventing it as we go. Mm-hmm. He looks you over and he says, "Are you a warrior for your tribe?" Yes. Impressive, I can tell. You handled yourself well fighting the Saguin. Sorry, I'm going to pronounce this. Sahu, Sahuagin. It is. Curse you, Wizards of the Coast. That is a S-A-H-U-A-G-I-N. Uh, <laughs> referring back to the sea devils that y'all had fought. Is this conversation taking place in common or in Elvish? Just out of curiosity. I was still speaking in Elvish. But... Okay, I thought so. I just wanted to confirm. Yeah. Does that be speaking? No. Uh, but then he goes, uh, the Bullywogs, they have been on the island for longer than my people have. They were the probably the first residents. And what do they look like? Uh, have you ever seen a frog? Yeah. They walk around. Okay. On, the Bullywog is a frog that walks around on two legs and tries to kill you. Well, tries to take you and capture you and then kill you. Why waste the time capturing? Uh, they like to brag or to try to ransom. Ah, okay. Ah, thank you for the lesson, Hakum. Hmm. Well, when you are escorted out of Kawat, you will probably want to keep your eyes open for them. I see. Hmm. Well, uh, I appreciate that very much. By the way, would you um, want to keep perhaps one of the hooks that we use to tow the boats? Uh, no, we have similar things. We just had none with us. Thank you. I see. Well, thank you for towing us in. We're glad not to be being eaten by sea devils. I have a question for you. Please. He points at you and then points at Drip, who's sitting on the ground. He's like, what are you? <laughs> uh, we are called Tabaxi. We, um, well, we're not from around here. The, the land we come from is called Moon Falls, and it's an island that's far, far, far across the ocean. So, yeah, I don't know if you've ever been beyond this island. Okay. And another question. And then he points over at Petricor and uh, Safina. He's like, what are those? <laughs> what are those? Um, well, from what I have studied, not, not by experience, I think he is some sort of giant thing. And she, I think, is a gnome. A gnome? We I have heard. As I said, we don't have any personal experience. The only thing that lived in the Moon Falls were, t- or the only, the only sentient things, were the Tabaxi and the Elves. Well, I can say, all of you are unique creatures here in Kawat. I have heard of gnomes, but I have never seen one in Kawat itself. Nor have I seen what your big friend is, and nor have I seen two walking cats. You have definitely made. An interesting impact already. I'm not sure if I should thank you or not. You should not. <laughs> I see. 
Uh, perhaps we can ask Petri what he is exactly. I'm going to look over at Petri and switch back into common. Uh, Petri, what exactly uh, are you? Azabo, I feel like I must disclose that I can also speak Elvish, and I heard you discussing my uh, race. And uh, I'm not offended or anything. I just thought I should let you know that I was eavesdropping. And to answer your question, <laughs> I am a furbolg. A furbolg, uh, it's, we've descended from, uh, from giants, but uh, we don't like to be associated with giants. Fair enough. And thank you for the, <laughs> for the warning. <laughs> you understood them, Petri? Yeah. Oh, Chevy, you don't speak Elvish. Apparently I'm the only one who does it here. What do you speak? Gnomish. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, and Druidic and Sylvan. Oh, oh, I know, uh, Sylvan. Uh, my people sing a lot of songs in Sylvan. That's exciting. Maybe we can have our own secret conversation sometime. Yeah, we should do that <laughs> because everyone else is trying to. I promise I wasn't trying to be secret. I was trying to offer courtesy to Haku yeah. here, and I'll offer it at point That's ahead. That's okay. Or I, I understand. Yeah. She's more amused amused at this point than anything. And you've been kind of hearing a very, very poetic language, very close to Sylvan, uh, a language that you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And you are now watching as a woman uh, in a kind of very, uh, they're not beautiful clothes. She doesn't seem to be standing out. She just has like a a simple island garb on with a purple uh, sash around her waist uh and with a the image of the peacock on uh one end in like a different tone of purple and she kind of steps up very similar age and to haku the gentleman that is standing there uh she why what is going on who what what is this and she looks past haku to y'all captain am i speaking or is it your turn uh, I'll take it from here. Uh, hello, madam. Uh, I don't know if you noticed the ship that fell out of the sky. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, gee, apologies for that. We were. My intention was to make a more normal entrance. Uh, my, I, I didn't mean to startle any of the citizens or to have your warriors come out and fight any creatures on our behalf. With that, I have my deepest apologies, uh, but we are here on a request, a delivery up to Tumbat. Uh, my paperwork, and he hands it over, and she looks through it. Ah, I see. You are here to deal with that problem. She hand, scrolls it back up and hands it to him. Uh, this is your, she looks confused, ship? Uh, yes, this is the Harlequin, um... Uh, usually uh, she's in much better condition as there are spears kind of poking out of the deck where a bunch of her lobbed. And this is my crew. And he gestures out to to y'all. They are good lads. And alas, uh, they will respect uh, the Mutalana of the village and of the island. We ask just to to stay the night and... um, deliver what we need to up to Tumbot and then make our way to Port Carter uh, so that way the ship can be taken from your harbor. Uh, 
He kind of uh, looks around and, uh, well, I do not have much of a problem with strangers being in Kawat, but you might not find the welcome as welcoming elsewhere. And she kind of pats Haku on the shoulder. Um, but for now, you are welcome to Kawat. I spoke to the elder. Everything is okay now that I have seen you. Um, is there anything I can assist you with? And she looks at y'all as well. Is everybody okay? I heard there was a scuffle with the sea devils. I mean, I'm fine. I don't know if... Uh... Oh, Patrick, or you're, you're kind of bloody. Oh, uh, I suppose I am. As blood pours down his leg from where he was <laughs> stabbed with a spear. Or grazed, I wasn't really sure. But... Yeah, you're grazed. Grazed. Uh, it's probably nothing. It'll dry up and uh, I'll put some Mary Blue on it. Uh, okay. Uh, do you have a place that you are hoping to stay here in Kawat? Did you already arrange that? Uh, Captain kind of scratches the back. Uh, no, I was hoping to uh, accomplish that while I was here. Um, are there any suggestions? Uh, and he looks back at the crew. He's like, do you all have any needs that you need to have met? Uh, any type of requests on where we stay? No, I would actually like to speak with the councilwoman, if I may. Maybe no. just the bath. I can scrub this salt water off of me. Uh, the councilwoman, uh, uh, Maduma, uh, speaks up. Um, then I suggest uh, Lelu's hostel, and she points uh, into the into the small village uh, to a kind of a longer uh, house, kind of sitting on top of a platform, uh, kind of. And she says, "If you go there, you will find welcome, probably more than any other uh, inn in the village." Uh, may I have a word with you and perhaps the other counselors? Uh, what's for? Well, uh, I'm a prince of the Moon Falls, which is a, a long way across the ocean, but uh, to make a long story shorter, my people are looking for looking for a homeland, uh, a new homeland. We are essentially being evicted from our current one, and we are also looking for any opportunities to trade uh, or travel openly, but I would like to speak further, if possible, with you and the council. I will pass this on to Elder Magan, uh, Maga, and uh, we will see if something could be arranged. We should show kindness to the ambassadors of foreign lands, and she, like, kicks Haku in the back of the leg. Uh, as he kind of winces, but kind of doesn't yield to her either. I will speak to him uh, about hearing you out. Um, Thank you very much, and I'm going to do my, my best elven bow. The, and you also understand uh, you look at her and she is also a half elf uh, this woman and she gives a nice little bow um, there, uh, is there anything captain that I can do for your ship uh, this is my ship rights that you are now docked in uh, if you could just give a, a quick look over make sure she's not sinking uh, I'd gladly pay for anything that you can do but I, I have a friend on at Port Carter, I, I think he'll be able to help more. She nods and like, I will see what I can do. 
And with that, uh, Haku uh, kind of pulls his blade back and starts kind of walking away from the group. Uh, no longer barring y'all's uh, passage off the docks. Cool. Well, shall we go get you cleaned up, Petri? Make our way to the, the hostel? Uh, all right. What about the rest of us? Oh, do we need do we need to move stuff off first, Captain? Um, yes. Uh, there is a crate in there that will be going to the village of Tumbat, uh, or Tombat, uh, down in the hole, and he kind of walks up onto the ship. You see him go underneath the deck, and the large uh, cargo hold doors that are on the top slowly pull back and open up so where you can have a, a bird's eye view down into the cargo hold uh, and he uh, watch as he straps up the um, uh, one of the crates that was about five foot long and uh, about three foot wide dimensionally he starts cranking it up and then like tosses up a rope onto the top of the deck uh, Petri if you could to grab onto that and a Zarbo and he throws up a second rope to go on the other side if you'll grab that one Uh, and y'all both grab onto the ropes, and he... Oh, give her a lift! Okay, hoisting. All right, so, uh, for, for the fun of it, give me athletics checks. Mainly more to see if there's a, a nice little one in there. <laughs> Catastrophic failure. I got 13 plus one is 14. Uh, six. All right. So y'all both kind of pull and pull and pull and the, the crate slowly rises it's not too much weight and it kind of comes up above the deck and y'all with the ropes kind of guide it onto the top uh and undo the ropes and now there is a crate a sealed container a wooden container now sitting on the top of the deck and the captain comes out if we could uh get this lifted and i believe he points over is like there should be some uh, uh warehousing right over there that we can uh, store this in for the night All right, you just kind of one-hand it, or not one-hand it, but uh, uh, single by yourself, pick up the crate and start working your way down the dock. Um, Drabeem, have you been doing anything at this time, or are you still uh, cross-legged on the, uh, so, the deck? As, as they've walked away back to the ship, um, who's still left there? Uh, like, as they went to start working on the crate, or is that what you're talking about? Safina would have probably still been kind of on the docks. Uh, mm -hmm. Who else? Uh, that would have been it. The captain, Azarbo, and Petricor went down, and uh, Maduma and Haku uh, have headed off back into the village. Okay. I say, uh, Safina, why, why is it you joined this crew again? I, I needed to make my way to this island, actually. Um... While I'm here, I was I was told that I could find answers to to what killed my entire village, um, and so I, I I need to find somebody. I don't I don't know who I'm supposed to find, but I thought maybe um, if they have like a, a wise woman here in their town or um, somebody who knows about maybe the creatures on this island um, and elsewhere, um, somebody with lots of knowledge that I could. Uh, find um, when we have some downtime this evening. 
hopefully they might have some answers for me. Would you rather do that in passing as we keep getting into fights and, and uh, are loading you know, crates here and there? Or would you rather take this journey a little more directly? I would rather not get into any fights right now. Um, but I was, I was planning to ask the, um, whoever runs the, the hostel, um, as normally they know um, their way around town better than, you know, some of the more political, governmental people sometimes. I was thinking they might be able to put me in the right direction. Yeah, makes sense to me. Um, the reason I ask you this is, I was just trying to find a way out of Miriam, and it looks like I've left. But I'm not sure this ship has much more to offer me. Would maybe you and I, and I don't know, maybe we can ask the others if they just want to do something else. It just seems so dangerous out there, and I've seen people like the captain before, and Look at this. Look at my nose. This isn't what I signed up for. I walk up to him as he's, you're still sitting cross-legged on the ground, right? Yeah. And I put the palm of my hand over his nose and cast Cure Wounds. <laughs> so that should be 1d8 plus your spellcasting modifier. Oh, you're going to get some good, your nose, you're going to have the most perfect nose after this. Ten. Okay. Perfect. Back in full health. Do you feel a small little gnome hand, which is at arm height for her now that you're sitting on the ground? Like, y'all are kind of at first almost eye level, and she puts a little hand on your nose, and warm green energy kind of passes over you, and you can kind of... It feels feels nice. It feels like a good nose. It doesn't ache anymore. Sometimes people let their emotions get the, the better of them. Um, and while I would appreciate your, your help in this, um, we, we shouldn't give up on the captain yet. He, he does have a ship that, um, uh, can help us see the world and find our own answers. Um, but you're not looking to see the world. You're specifically coming but, here to find your answers. But who knows if I'm, I'm told to go somewhere else. Like, like what if this is just the first, the first stop in, in, a bigger picture. What if I will be traveling for, for years to track down what killed my village? Perhaps. But do you think the captain will let you stray and do that? It doesn't seem like he's very easygoing. Uh, I can cross that bridge when it comes down to it. Um, he's, aside from his outburst just now, he, he, he seems to be, you know, nice fellow he's he's given us jobs when he hardly knows us i mean who else did he have <laughs> let's be honest Safi. who is this guy really there was a lady in red this crazy sorcerer falling after him we just got our ship that fell out of the sky and we had people fight us and he wasn't even around when we began to fight what kind of a captain is he really? 
Let's just take it one day at a time. We'll work on getting his cargo where it needs to go, and, and maybe we can track down some answers in the meantime and find out more about these strange creatures that are inhabiting our lands now. Uh, Drip stands up. Um, he gives a, <laughs> a sappy big smile and puts his hand on her head uh, <laughs> and says, uh, I like you, Sappy. I'm glad that we met. Thanks, Drip. I like you, too. Even if they were on these circumstances. I say, let's go into the town. Cool. I pat his knee, and I walk alongside him. All right. Uh, are y'all heading any spa- place specific, or are y'all just going to wander? I think we're going to just walk towards an important building in front of us. All right. Uh, there's a tree in the middle, right? Yeah, there seems to be a tree in a, on the on a very large platform with a kind of like a tent, a uh, circus tent around it uh, in that direction. I want to go see the tree. Hey, uh, you, the village is not very big, and you kind of walk from platform to platform across these little bridges. Uh, there are many people, uh, all particularly half-elf. You, you're kind of getting that this might be a half-elf-only village. Uh, and they all both look at you like, what are, what is this? Who are these people in, in this village? You can hear some of them whispering about the ship that fell out of the sky. Uh, and kind of, you can definitely hear that people are already beginning to talk about the strangers in their village. Uh, and you eventually make your way to the largest platform and it's kind of, everything else has been made of this kind of like light wood that you're probably assuming was made from the trees that are around. But as you get to this central platform, the wood is much older. The dock that y'all are kind of now standing on, this platform above the water is an old, old wood uh, and um, much darker compared to the rest. And you step up to the large circus-like tent and you see two more warriors with the same type of uh, sword, this great sword that's in the shape of a hook uh, standing by the entrance, kind of the... uh, pulled back drape entrance. Um, Sappy will tentatively approach the guards and, um, excuse me, sirs. sirs. Uh, Yes, how can we help? Is, are we allowed in to see the tree? Why are you, why are you guarding this tree? This is our temple to Koalan, our god. And also where the council meets. This is why we got it. Ah, so it's not just a tree in a tent. No, um, it is not. Uh, what what kind of tree is it? Just out of curiosity. Uh, give me a nature check based off of uh, your observation of it. Uh, it is what is known as a silver oak. Silver oak. Ooh. And what did they say their god's name was? Coralon. Coralon. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Zappy, looks like you had a good eye. <laughs> um, have you ever seen a tree like this before? I have seen a lot of trees <laughs> growing up in the forest. 
there was no shortage of them. Um, I was curious if if they worshipped or paid tribute to the same gods that I grew up around. Which were? Um, Sylvanus. Um, we, we had a giant oak tree in the middle of our village. Um, and we would pay tribute to him as the uh, the father of the nature around us. Is is this God giving you the power to heal me? <laughs> if so, <laughs> thank you, God, because uh, you've done it quite a few times. Well, I suppose so, since, I mean, feeling the power of nature and him bestowing that power, it, it does come from him. Um, are we allowed to, like, walk around in there? Or are they going to, like, get in our way in the tent? Uh, as y'all step forward, they both put out a hand. The council is meeting at this time. If you wish to pray, please come back in the morning. Oh, okay. All right. We'll just wander around some more then. Right. Uh, for that, then we'll jump back to Petricor and Azarbo. Y'all have finished putting away this crate underneath a kind of a covering on a separate platform. What would y'all well, like to Zarbo, do? Azarbo, uh, are you hungry? I'm kind of hungry. Um, yes, actually. Uh, oh, actually, can we can we look into the water and see if there are any fish hanging around that would be uh, easy pickings? There are fish, uh, you can easily down that they're hanging out underneath the docks, underneath the shadow, uh, which the shadows are now getting long. Uh, it won't be too far till sunset. I see. Um, uh, is the captain around? You said. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's walking nearby. Um, so, captain. Yes, uh, Zorbo. How can I? Uh, how can I help you? Uh, two questions. One is, uh, you mentioned the, the, the code, the, you mentioned something about the Hakuna Matata of the village. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. I agree. Mutalenu is uh, their word for uh, tradition around here. Ah, okay. Uh, would it violate that tradition if we were to get some fresh fish? I don't believe it would offend anybody, really. They fish off these docks all the time, as, as far as I know. Oh, excellent. I'm going to look at Petricor. Um, do you have an extra spear I can use? Uh, and I glance into my left hand where there are three spears left? No, two spears. <laughs> oh, man. Can I hand him one? Oh, here you go. Don't break it. That's my third least favorite. Well, here's the thing. How about a bit of competition? First one to a fish wins. All right, go. And I jump in the water. Okay. Are there any fish that are anywhere close to Petrichor now that he's jumped in and done this? Oh, uh, they've scattered. They, they, he jumped in and they went, uh, and they've scattered at this point. Yes, you scared them off. At least right now you have. They, you just. I jumped in. Yeah, a big giant, or half giant. Sorry, a person just dove into the water. They've kind of scattered for a moment. Oh, they didn't even get the chance. Yeah. So, Petra, what I was thinking is, you hold this here, and then you put it over your arm like so. How, how deep is the water? Am I like, am I waiting or am I standing? 
You're you're waiting. It's uh it's a few feet deeper. The this fishing or mighty quick. It usually works at the lake I'm used to. <laughs> so so Patrick Corp, if you use right. your spear, you can actually lance them without having to jump into the water. Well, let's be my loser spear. I knew this one guy who threw his trident into the water and never got it back. That's awful. I'm sorry, but I actually, you know what? I have a thought. Petri, here, can you, uh, here, come back onto the dock. All right, and I climb back up. Okay, you find uh, one of the posts and you pull yourself back up onto the dock, uh, dripping wet. And the captain's kind of snickering a little bit. Uh, a smile has now come back to his face. Can I see your second favorite spear? And I'll hand him back his third least favorite or whatever it was. Well, that one's my third least favorite. The other one, I lo they lost my two least favorite when I speared people with them. But uh, this is my favorite spear and it belongs to me. And no, you cannot borrow it. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't thinking to borrow it. I was thinking, um, you know that fellow who threw his trident and lost it? Right. Right. What if you could throw it and make sure that you could get it back? Well, I mean, I'll always find it, usually. Right, but what if you could always find it, usually, always? I'm not sure I'm following you. Well, you say you find it, usually. Always. Right. Right, right. So right. I'm saying if you can always find it, usually always, I'm doubling your always. I'm still not sure I'm following his elbow. <laughs> All right, so... Um, well, I can always make another one if I lose it. It's true. Or buy another one. Here they've got lots of shops and you can buy all kinds of things. They have star navigators if you need one, if the captain loses his... I, that actually sounds really interesting, but but does, but if we take one of your spears, right, and we loop some rope through it, uh -huh. and then we give you one end of the rope, right, then you right. could throw the spear, and then hit what you wanted to, and then just pull your spear back rather than having to chase for it. I don't know. That makes my throw a little bit off. You know, because there's so much rope, and rope has weight to it, and it's just not as, I don't know, as although I know you're trying to help me, but I just like to throw my spears and go get them. As you wish, Petri. But I appreciate it. No, no, it's, it's, it's what I do. I, I play with things. All Speaking right. of, I'm going to whip out the crossbow and kind of stare at it for a bit on the dock unless it, well is, is the captain looking at us like he needs anything or no uh he seems to just be waiting on y'all uh for the next thing like until y'all are done i'm sorry i scared the fish away maybe there's a donut that serves venison steaks i don't know sounds good well it'd be worth a, a thought and i'll sling the crossbow and i'll start walking Toward captain in the hostel and all that. Oh, we gonna head off to the hostel? Is that the plan? They have food. Uh, I would hope so. It's it's a hostel. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> uh, walk and kind of follow along the short path over to the hostel, and it's kind of a uh, once again a long uh, wooden house with like a leather. <laughs> tent like a roof uh the, there's not it's not a hard roof and it's not a thatched roof it's just uh, kind of a leather canvas over the top 
Captain. Uh, yeah, Zorba, what's up? I have a confession. Oh, no, what? I have no money. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, no problem. Uh, the, the expense is part of the job, so I, I was going to pay for the hostel tonight. How about the food? Are you paying for that? Yes, as I will, I will be paying for the food. I, You're I, a better host. Sorry, I, go ahead. I understand that we haven't gotten our first job yet done and you haven't been paid, so yeah, I'm, I'm providing until then. You're a better host than some of the elves. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. I heard elves are quite the, the magnificent creatures. <laughs> yes, yeah. You should meet them sometime. I would sure like to. And he... He steps inside, and a small little uh, woman with wrinkles on her cheeks, uh, half-elf as well, uh, hair that is, has just a few black strands left in it, but mostly whited out gray, comes uh, slowly shuffling forward. How can I help you? Uh, to, uh, I'll need three rooms for, for, the, for the night, and food for me and my compatriots, and he gestures toward y'all. Ah, this will be easily done. And the they exchange money really quick. Uh, and she looks over at you two and she says, Food will be ready here shortly. Uh, please, find a table. Shall we, Patrick? Oh, well, we'll be with the others. I'm sure they can follow the smell of food. Right. I think, I think we should find them before we eat. It'd be rude to not include them. No, no, you're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, do we know? Well, weren't they? Were they back at the dock? So part of we wandered now for the afternoon, and we will have started making our way back to the the hostel. Okay. So you're saying that you'll kind of come back to the hostel? Yeah, we'll we'll kind of enter in right as they're having this debate on if they should look in some strange town for us. Okay. Uh, the both of y'all uh, pass through uh, the wooden door and underneath and up underneath these. It's uh, a two-story building, so yeah, there's wood roof above you. Um, at this point, uh, you step in, you can see both of them and the captain. It seems to be making arrangements for the evening uh, for the entire crew and himself. Petri, Petri smiles really big when he. Is it? Do we have? Do we actually? Oh, sorry. Uh, we just have a, have a, have a visitor. <clears throat> uh, Petricor, when he sees Drift and Sappy uh, walk in, smiles really big. Um, Pet er, Petri, I'm Sappy. Um, Sappy, <laughs> Sappy's going to kind of look around the room at the different patrons who are sitting there, and she's just going to kind of, she's looking for something, somebody who, like, may be old and wise or... Somebody who knows their way, or it looks friendly to talk to. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Hey, remember the other day when we were looking for venison steaks? Maybe they have some here. Oh, maybe. It's good to see you, Petri. 19. You too, Azarbo. And you. Uh, all right. Um, as you kind of take in the space, you do notice the first person is the ha an old half-elf lady hunched over... Uh, exchanging money and uh, terms with the captain. Uh, as you notice the space, it's pretty quiet. There's not a lot of people in there. One or two more half-elves at a table. You do notice the first human you've seen the entire time. 
uh, is sitting at a table uh, enjoying a drink and some food. Uh, but other than that, it's just, it's very, it's very, very quiet. Um, is the, the, the matron, the, the half elf who's taking the money, is she like bustling off to do her own thing? Yeah, she or finishes she... taking the money and then she watch as she kind of heads off to go either make sure the rooms are ready or to bring out food and drink. I'll just wait then. Is there a bar? Uh, there is a, a bar top, um, but it's not, it, it seems to be like she is, this lady is the only person working here. I want to position myself, um, to be able to ask for any food or drink as quick as possible. Right. So you come up and kind of patiently kind of your tail flipping back and forth, uh, at the, the bar top, uh, and the lady as she, she comes out with a small tray of food uh, looks up at you. Ah, sweetie, do you need something? Uh, yes, madame. Um, we're going to need, first of all, way more food than the, what that is right there. Um, and also, is there any beverages? I have uh, rum, if you would like some. Uh, yes. Um, probably, I don't know, 12 glasses? Sound about right, yeah. Okay, 12 glasses. <laughs> Even through her squint, you can tell she's looking at you like, uh, your captain did not pay for that much rum. Um, you Do should... you have what's called a tab? Yes, I could start a tab for you. Put it on his tab, please. Oh, yes. Uh, all right. And she starts walking over to the table where uh, Azarbo and Petricor had been kind of standing and starts putting out the four plates uh, sorry, five plates, um, and then uh, the tankards of probably water or some type of tea uh, and uh, starts heading back uh, towards the kitchen and space. Well, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. No, go for it. Petricor drinks the entire cup of water that is placed like on the table. Like one gold? Oh, yeah, easy. All right, you slam back the water, and even before she leaves, she's like, oh, uh, yes, I'll get you more. She kind of smiles at you. I will slide mine over to Petricor, and then I'm going to approach the bar with Drip. Oh, don't mind if I do. So, Drip. Oh, hey, hey, Zarbo. I'm getting some more drink, don't worry. What was up with lighting the ship on fire? Was it not obvious? No, no, not at all. Oh, um... Well, that's really, I think, the main. Uh huh. Wizard, we fell out of the sky. Right. We're about to die. Mm -hmm. There was um, people attacking us. We took them out. There was other random people who uh, who looked scary, but they they were towing us. Mm -hmm. We got attacked again. Mm -hmm. And during that time, it looked like they were gonna cut our ropes. One rope was cut, and a ship just took off. Uh, I was making sure we weren't just left there. Forcing their hand, if you will, to help us fight them. So no you, one seemed too keen on it. Though. No, but that's that's kind of the whole point. I mean, Zufi taught me as, as Zufi taught you. And I had a few more years to sit in the room before he 
sent you on your own quest, but I mean, it, it, did he not tell you? Like, we don't we don't attack other folks that haven't attacked us. It it wasn't more of an attack as it was uh, I don't know incentive. So you were incentivizing the guys who were towing our boat to help us by trying to light their boats on fire. It was more of an act of desperation. So that we wouldn't die. You may want to apologize to Haku. I don't. I. I. I can understand. I suppose some of that, but you really should apologize to Haku, and you definitely owe one to the captain. Well, the thing is here, Azarbo, <laughs> Haku didn't seem miffed at all about it. If anything, the captain went too far. Um, but it seems like he's apologizing. Uh, with all these drinks, so I thank you for that. Sorry, with what? Well, see all these drinks? He's buying them for us. That's pretty nice. Yeah, he did say he was paying for our stuff. Okay, but that doesn't... Uh, drinks do not an apology make, and you do owe him one. I, he didn't go too does far. Does a bloody face, <laughs> um, I don't know, substitute for an apology? Because if so... He already got hit. An apology goes for an apology. I don't know. Oh my goodness. You're like one of the elves. <laughs> I don't know what kind of statement that was, Zarbo, but... Uh... It's, a, it's, drip. it's a frustrated statement. This, if we interact more directly, if we talk straightly with the captain, he's likely to continue speaking straight with us, but we have no place on this boat if... He is captain and directing us if we do not follow his direction. And as I recall, and the same contract I would have signed would have been the one you would have signed. And we signed to serve under him. Azarbo, <sighs> you're kind and you're well meant, but I just don't know if, uh, if this is the right kind of person to be working under. Well, that might be the case, but for now... You've always you been start. a rule follower, Azarbo. Very uh, uptight and, and ready for action. Uh, very trusting and loyal. However, I don't know if... I think you may be too easy or too quick to trust. You don't know this man. Not at all. You don't know his intention. No, not a bit. You don't know who he is. <laughs> Doesn't matter for now. He is Are a you shooter. Sure? Yeah. He's now put he's your like, life in danger three times. That's perfectly fine. I've made it all three times. When I'm dead, then I will be upset. But before that point, I'll be okay. Because he's given me a reason, or not a reason, but a uh, a means to seek out what we... Well, what, maybe not we. I don't know how much you even identify with Moonfalls anymore. But he's giving me a means to see the world, to find a place for us. If that's not your game, then that's fine. But you did sign to be under him, and your word ought to bind you. Perhaps. However, I don't know. I don't think I owe a life to him. I signed a piece of paper for a job, a job that he was not too truthful about. And so I see it as uh, a new contract needs to be struck. Well, until you've got a new one, you have the old one. 
Just try to think through this more, please. And I'm going to make my way back to the table. Is there food on the table by now? Yes. Well, with yeah. the water that came out, food uh, was also uh, portioned out. Oh. Mm-hmm. Rick, your food's getting cold. Come over here. Oh, oh, boom. Uh, and I will sprint up. It's not venison sake. I don't think I slow my walk. <laughs> it is uh it it is um some fish and uh you can kind of tell after a few bites uh pork uh is the the is the mix of food along with uh some fruits cool sappy sits up in the chair and go ahead can you just stand on the chair uh you're gonna need to they have not brought an out an appropriate chair for someone of your height so if you want to, you can sit on my knee. No, thanks. I'll just stand. Thank All right, you. sit yourself. And I pick up the huge tankard of water in my two small hands and start drinking. Nothing is my size. <sighs> the... It makes you feel any better. Nothing's my size either. <laughs> <laughs> that does make me feel a little bit better, actually, better. <laughs> All right, um, and by this point, uh, the old lady has come back out with twelve rounds of rum, uh, and has begun placing them out. And the captain just kind of, uh, ma'am, I don't believe I ordered uh, all those drinks. And he kind of scans across, and I'm assuming at this point, Drip is grinning at some some way, shape, or form. And I have like a one finger pointed out to him with like finger guns, and I wink at him, <laughs> and I say, like, "Thanks for the drinks, captain." You watch him steam for a moment, and then his fi- his hands clench, and he slowly unclenches them. He's like, we've had a long day. Good call, Drip. We probably need them. You're right, as always. And I, I blood back drink. I will pass him, I will pass the captain one of mine. <laughs> Boom, the captain puts it back and sets it down. I'll pass him the other, screw it. He takes that one, and he starts sipping on it. Um, I try and catch the the woman as she's bringing the drinks. Um, excuse me, miss. Uh, yes, little one. What what are you? I have never seen something like you before. Are you a hobbit? No, um, I'm I'm a gnome actually. A little bit different than than the hobbits and halflings that uh, live near me. Um, I was wondering, do you have somebody here who's known as like a wise woman or um well i like to think i'm pretty wise and she kind of has a big old grin on her face and she chuckles (laughs) do you know of anybody who um knows about um creatures like different creatures across the lands any any storytellers of any types around here sophie i can tell you all about the creatures (laughs) i bet you can't i'll ask you in a little bit all right Haku, uh, he is our bravest warrior. He knows about all the creatures of the island. Um, And then, of course, the only one who has ever really traveled outside of Kawat is Elder Maga. Oh, maybe you could talk to Chloe. She is also not from the island. She might know a few things. Who's who's Chloe? (laughs) She... And she kind of leans in really close, like, have you ever seen a person with horns? And she kind of... My eyes get really big. 
No. She giggles like, oh, neither had we until Chloe came around. But no, she works over at the smithy. And where where's the smithy at in town here? Uh, she gives you a quick um kind of layout of the town, and it's mm-hmm. not too far from the hostel. It's a few platforms over. Cool. But on the opposite end of the shipwright, uh, where y'all are docked. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you need, little one? Not right now, but if I think of anything, I will make sure to, to consult your wisdom first. <laughs> good, good. And she starts walking off. Nope, excuse me. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, what's your name? <laughs> People call me Miss Lilu. Miss Lilu, thank you. I appreciate the service, Miss Lilu. <laughs> Same to you. And she kind of pets your hand, like feeling your furry hand. Weird. Yeah, crazy. I'm going to look over at Drip like, you saw that, right? Like, that wasn't... I'm just going to have my uh, kind of hand, like, to, to my throat, like, waving, like, no, baby, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not going to make any commentary about it. <laughs> It was passing. It was like she took your hand as in like a thank you, and then we just kind of like petted it really quick to feel the fur, and then like she moved on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems a little, uh, a little, you know, invasive, but okay. She's a nice person, I'm sure. Yeah. At this point, the captain kind of pipes up. Oh, oh, I um, we've had a long day. Said things. Well, we said things. Not the point anymore. We got to wake up early. Get that piece of cargo up the side of the hill. uh, Up over to the mountain. Get it over to Tumbot. When we do that, we get paid. And y'all get paid. And then maybe we can see where we stand. Hopefully, the Harlequin can get back up in the air as soon as possible. Then we can get onto our routes. That sounds good, Captain. Anybody have any objections about tomorrow? Nah. Where's my room? Uh, the rooms she pointed out were uh, the three uh, starting on the left up the stairs. Captain, would you mind if I was back on the boat? To Tonight? The ship. Yeah. Uh, you're more than welcome to, but um, just be aware, I don't know if the shipwright lady here has gotten a chance to look her over. I'm worried that the impact might have maybe left some leaks. Mm. Well, if it's leaking in any way, I'll come back and let you know. But I just figured I would like to go and uh, work a bit more on my project. Uh, by all means, the, the ship should be open for you. Thanks. Uh, by all means. And I'm going to make my way back over, actually. All right. Uh, the rest of you, the, the rooms upstairs, Safi, uh, I got you one for your own self. Thank you so much, Captain. She is so excited to hear that. Because not to share a room with these smelly six-plus-foot guys. Did you say that things. No, that's it's her mental thought. It's important if you say it that. It is in okay. her head for cool. sure. That's <laughs> bunk, mate. <laughs> uh yeah sure uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that, that'd be great 
He goes for a high five. Oh, Patrick high fives him so hard. Okay. But he goes for fist bumping first, and then he does the turkey thing, and then, oh, then yeah. he goes back. And oh, awkward. Okay, yeah, and then I sprint upstairs excitedly. Okay, uh, Drip, you step into a room where you find uh, two cots on either side, uh, but the instead of a mattress, it's like a pulled out um, piece of canvas, pulled taut that you can lay on top of. Uh, there is a place for clothes to be put away, some type of storage. Okay. I go um, sit in my bed to kind of snuggle in. Yeah. Uh, you kind of get cozy. Uh, all cat-like, you make one or two, three circles, and then you snuggle down. <laughs> uh, Petricor and Safina? Petricor eats anything that anyone left on their plate and then goes to bed. Right. Uh, you make your way up where you can already see a very cozied in uh, uh, Drapim. Uh, Safina, you are now left there with the captain as he's now working on one of the uh, glasses of rum. I'll leave him to his rum. Um, mm, good call. <laughs> it's been a long day for him. Um, but I would like to make my way outside and kind of head down to the smithy to see if anybody's working late there. All right, um, so you exit and you start making your way towards uh, what you can see as a smithy. And there is a bit of, when you cross around, you do see a building with a bit of a glow. Uh, and you also have a random thought that smithies work with fire, and this is a place of fire on top of a wooden platform. But oh well. And uh, <laughs> you, you finish your way and you get to the, you get to the, the smith, um, or the smithery, the smithy forge. Okay. Um, I just kind of want to approach and look around for anyone with horns. All right. Uh, you do hear the slight ting uh, the, of a hammer uh, beating up against something. Uh, you round a corner and you can see somebody uh, in similar clothes as everybody else, but with deep, almost black, purplish black skin. Uh, black horn. Now these are jet black horns, uh, starting at her brow, wrapping around the side of her head, uh, with, um, you can see kind of, gl uh, squinted to, to look down at her work is just pure yellow eyes. It's tink, tink, flips it over. Tink, tink. Um, Sappy slowly approaches, um, well, yeah, she doesn't know anything else. She will slowly approach and kind of stick her arm up to try and catch her attention um are, are you chloe ah! and she flips around uh with a hot tong pointing it right at you just like oh exactly jump back a couple paces you scared me uh, apologies I'm, I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry i was i'm i'm looking are you chloe yes i am chloe are you a gnome i am a gnome ah. i'm glad somebody knows what I am around here. You're probably the first gnome ever to step in the foot into Kawat. That's what it seems like so far. Um, do you have a moment to talk? With a smile on her face, give me a short moment and uh, let me finish my work. And she goes over, uh, hammers for about 15 more minutes, shoves the, the piece of metal on water and walks over to you, kind of wiping her hands on her apron. Yes, how can I help you? I had a couple of questions, and Miss Lilu pointed me in your direction. Um, I was I was sitting here looking for um, answers. My whole my village was attacked by some beast, um, 
and they said that you you were not from here, so you might have um, knowledge that the people around here didn't. Do you do you have any knowledge about beasts or about the things that have been popping up on other lands right now? Um, sorry, but I think uh, the person you spoke to was mistaken, or at least not fully understanding. Some people forget that I was brought here as a slave, uh, at least to Port Carter. I was a young girl. I do not really know much of the things that you speak of. I am sorry. I, I'm so sorry to hear that. It, um, it is okay. Uh, a kind man. Uh, he freed me and brought me here to Kawat. Um, I, I thank you for, for your time then. I'm, I'm sorry to bother you. No, it it is okay. To be honest, it's kind of nice not to see a half-elf every day. <laughs> there do seem to be half-elves aplenty around here. Mm -hmm. um, this is their know? home. Go ahead. The, this is their home. They uh, came here and they settled it. Uh, there are a lot of them. Do you know of anybody that I, that I might be able to seek answers? Mm, well, the man that freed me probably is a good place to start. Who 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 freed you? It was uh, Elder Maga. M A G H A. Gotcha. Thank you, thank you for that. I will um, seek him out then and um, ask him if he knows anything. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, no, uh, have a good night. And she stands up and begins to work once more uh, late into the evening as the sun has already set. It is definitely nighttime. And you can look up into the sky and stretched across the, the purplish black and the stars are the bits of that remain of the moon, uh, which you've never seen whole. This is the only way that you've ever known the moon is in pieces uh, stretching out on a belt across the sky. People would start probably either be going to bed or probably be going to bed within an hour or so. Um, she, she right before she decides to head back, she's gonna head to the tree one more time and just kind of see if any of the elders are around the tree leading their meeting. Maybe. Uh, as you get there, it's just the same two guards uh, standing there. Uh, nobody seems to be moving in or out, as far as you can tell. If I walk up, will they let me walk into the tent now? You can certainly try. <laughs> Safi's going to try and walk into the tent. Uh, they they uh, kind of put their hand up for a moment. Um, you are here late. Do you still wish to pray at such an hour? I, I do. I, I would like to go in if, if I'm allowed. Uh, yes, uh, we were just shocked. Step in. Uh, I wander inside. Is there anybody else in there? Uh, there is. Um, it seems to be another person uh, sitting on a, or sorry, kneeling on some type of padding, uh, and they seem to be uh, offering up some kind of prayer. It, it's quiet. Okay. Um, she's gonna take a minute uh, to kneel at the base of the tree, and um, pray to her own god. Pray to um. 
Sylvanus for um, wisdom in in seeking out um, justice for her people and um, for like thanking him for like the the safe trip that she's had. Um, and on her way out, she will approach the other figure. Okay. Uh, and go ahead. She just say, um, excuse me, sir. Do you know of an elder Maga? And the guy uh, opens his eyes and looks over. Yes, I know of uh, Elder Maga, of course. Do you know where I might find him? Uh, At this hour, he is probably home getting ready to go to sleep. It is quite late for such an old man. Okay, thank you. And I'll just head back to the hostel. You have a good night, small one. Thank you, sir. Uh, All right, and do you return back to the hostel? Right. And I will go to sleep. Alright, you go to your room. Uh, and as you go in, you can still see the captain sitting there. Not like he's... You see he's on another drink, but out of all the ones that were there, you're like, okay, he's only on, like, number four. But he he seems to be sitting there quietly contemplating uh, the day. That's fair. I will leave him be. Hmm. So everybody gets a, a night's rest. I assume, Azarbo, you decide to, to sleep on the Harlequin. Yeah, I figured I would just play around with the, the project and then I'd pass out. Okay. Um, everybody get a night's rest. So if you any of y'all have leveled up and you get new skills and ability, uh, we'll go ahead um, and say those are activated or uh, you've now learned them through pondering experiences or whatnot. Uh, so all your level two, uh, class features kick in. Um, and the morning, uh, uh, comes, uh, comes to, and y'all all begin waking up. Uh, what is everybody going to do? Uh, I am going to get off the boat and head toward the hostel because I'm sure, well, yeah, that's where everybody else is. Um, Safi's going to either... See if they have like a tub to bathe in or a basin of water. Um, just because she knows this next leg of the journey may be rough and she wants to be nice and fresh and clean to start it off with. All right. Yeah, there is. Uh, Makes good impressions. Yeah, she finds a bathtub and uh, gets, a, gets a wash in. Yes. Drip and Petricor. kind of towards the if the big tree and uh, Kemp, uh that is the temple to Coralon is closer to the shore the hostel is kind of farther away and more out into the lagoon 
to the if you're looking at the tree to your left would be towards where the harlequin is currently docked and to your right would be the direction that Safina would have gone to to find the forge okay um i want to go towards the tree okay Is there is there something you're looking for specifically, or? Uh, as I roll up on the tree, um, is it just like a big freaking tree, or is there like a temple in front of it? Is the temple like? like the tent is around. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so there's um, a tent around so this tree. On every side of it. Uh, there seems to be at the main entrance. There is two guards there waiting, uh, or just now. Uh, switched out these are not the fellows you would have seen last night these are different dudes uh but they're waiting at the pulled back entrance okay um i'm gonna go to the back of the tent um and see if there's anything i can maybe peer through um i'd like to look into the tent there are posts every now and then that the canvas like tarp is uh attached to and there are gaps in it and you can kind of peer inside give me give me a perception check Okay. You peer inside and you're kind of on the back side of the tree and you can see its trunk and you can see uh, a table where um, a very elderly man with a uh, piece of fabric wrapped around his head with three peacock feathers coming out of it in the front uh, and in a blue and yellow uh, robes, uh, one over one shoulder uh, and the other shoulder bare talking to another younger half-elf uh, woman, and they seem to be debating something. And then the rest of the space just seems like the whole uh, space seems to just be open around the tree. Okay. So at this point, I'd like to cast Prestidigitation um, on the inside of the tent near me. Um, I'd like to start... Um, playing musical notes, faint musical notes. Um, most of the music I've heard is kind of different, but I'd like to specifically be playing um, the notes of the song Petrichor um, is playing on his All right. So you use uh, the spell and you begin making music kind of come around uh, where you are? Not where, I, I mean, yes, where I am, but like on the inside of the tent. Yeah, on the other side of the, the canvas wall. Okay. You watch as the both figures kind of stop and kind of look in that direction. And I will continue to play. Okay. Uh, Hoping they will move towards me. Well, yeah, the, the elderly man, uh, the elderly half-elf uh, stops the conversation and starts walking towards uh, that area. And, Let me know when it gets close to me. Okay. Uh, he comes all the way and trying to figure out as he gets closer to the music trying to figure out what it is eventually he comes to the canvas wall and he begins to put his ear on it to see if he can hear what's on the other side I say good morning you can hear now as you say that you can hear a, a startled step back as um, whatever uh, person seems to, you caught him off guard oh don't, don't worry it's, it's just me There kind of seems to be no reply. 
as the person seems to just be standing there waiting. How do you not understand my voice? You've been worshiping me for quite a while now. <laughs> Still no reply as the, this person stands there. It's kind of rude not to answer your God. No, that is blasphemy. And I'd ask you, stranger, to stop. I guess that's what it took for you to speak. Well, um, I just just want to say good morning, uh, and he'll sprint off back towards the hostel. <laughs> okay, as you uh, make a break for it, back towards the hostel. All right, uh, and you, as you get there, um, you can see uh, the captain is waiting downstairs. Azarbo has now made his way. Uh, Safina is drying out the last of her hair, uh, and so and Petricor has now made his way down as well. Um, uh, and as uh, Drip, you step in uh, to everybody meeting there, and the captain kind of looks at everybody. He's like, uh, "No, you're probably not going to be excited to hear this, but uh, the jungles are dangerous, so make sure you have your weapons." And he's like, now taps a sword that he generally y'all haven't seen him be wearing. Uh, but this one now, he does have a, a sword at the hip, and he taps it. He's like, uh, let's be prepared for anything. Uh, let's get this cargo where it needs to go, eh? All right. Uh, Captain, do you happen to have a couple of silver I could uh, use to fill up my <clears throat> case of crossbow bolts? <coughs> uh, we'll need to find the general good store before we go, but uh, but yeah, I can do that. Is everybody ready? And with yeah. that, we'll we'll call it there. Uh, yep. Uh, before adventuring into the jungle to deliver to deliver the package. All right. All right. No, good stuff. A lot of fun, guys. Um, thank y'all for came, who came in and listened once more. Chase Adair, you're a hero. Uh, and we'll have our next episodes out again here soon. So, until then, grab some dice. Grab some friends and roll up some fun. See you soon. All feet is in.